Life is full of choices and decisions. Do you always go with the safe answer or do you take a chance? Are you a risk taker? Being a risk taker means you're willing to take a chance and at the same time willing to fail. Learning to take a risk is a skill we can learn early on that will benefit us throughout our life. Are you a risk taker or do you face it head on? Cue the ABBA. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance on me. Okay, as even there, me attempting to sing is a huge risk. A major risk, yes. Um, I'm not sure if that one paid off. However, I appreciate your vulnerability. Let's dive a little deeper into the importance of risk. Welcome to All Things Education with me, Mr. Z. And me, Miss V. We are teachers, and we are going to help you explore the world of education. The sweet, the tough, and the outrageous. And let me tell you, we've seen it all. Using our experience, research, and an occasional guest expert, we'll present fresh perspectives on all things education. Wink. (laughs) I see what you did there. Each episode will be informative and entertaining, and no topic is off limits. If you were a fly on the wall in my classroom for just one day, I could guarantee you would hear me tell the students to go ahead and take a risk, to be a risk taker. However, what does that really mean? And why would I be saying it to a room full of five and six-year-olds? Well, I'm asking them to take a chance. And more often than not, that chance is around answering a question that may they may not know the answer to or are confident they know the answer to. I encourage my students to take an educated guess and immediately follow that up with, it's okay if you're wrong. It's okay to make a mistake because that is often when learning takes place. I really couldn't agree more. I think risk is key to helping a person gain a new skill or experience. And notice how I didn't say risk is helping a student gain a new skill, but rather a person because risk taking is an important part of the learning process for everyone. You, me, our students, friends, family, all adults, all children. Risk really is, Scott, as you said, about taking chances, and it also includes trying something new, knowing that you might possibly fail, or even better, you might succeed. But before we get too deep into the benefits of risk-taking, Scott, tell me, have you always been a risk-taker or just in recent years? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, I think no, or or, or maybe yes, actually, to be honest. I don't really remember. I feel like lately, uh, as I've gotten older, I've taken a lot more chances. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like when I was younger, I did take risks as well. I just didn't really see them as a big of risks as I think as I take now. Okay. I feel like that makes sense. Like you weren't as cognizant of like, oh, if this doesn't work out, then X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Sense. And so, but what about you? Would you call yourself a risk taker? You know, I think generally I'm a little more risk averse just because I'm kind of a nervous person. But I I guess even with that, I think I I worry more about taking risks, but I think I still do. Like so, I mean, I'm thinking of kind of frivolous examples, but like salsa dancing lessons, right? You you know my <laughs> my dancing. Yes. Dancing has never been a strong suit of mine. I love to dance. I try. Um, but I am not coordinated. I've always struggled with my coordination. And yeah, from our TikTok days, you yeah, know. A, a little behind the scenes. If you follow, I think they're on my Instagram. <laughs> but if you so. follow, we did a whole uh, TikTok dance series 
last summer or the summer before. Yes. Um, they turned out really good. They get a lot of likes, a lot of views, <laughs> but um, they're probably like the 40th take of the, the, yeah. the try. Choreography takes me a while, but you know, I it, learning salsa was important to me. And so I was vulnerable and I went into it and my salsa instructor, uh, you know, God love him, was very patient with me. But it was it was scary because I did feel embarrassed and shy and self-conscious doing it but it really paid off and now you know we go to a party and I can salsa I might not be well I'm certainly not the best salsa I can say that with 100 percent um clarity and and assurance but you know at least I try so I feel like even though that's kind of a silly example it still kind of shows risks yeah. that, uh, that I'm willing to take mm -hmm. but that's what I think I love about risks because I think you know, risks is such a huge general topic. And you think about it, you take risks every day, and they may go from serious to silly, you know, from something like taking salsa dancing lessons, which may not be, you know, the biggest risk you've ever taken in your life. Like I've enrolled in circus school. Um, I've learned how to do trapeze, the Spanish web. Um, you know, I've taken pottery classes, I've, I've taken risks, I've tried new things, which is a risk, but also there can be more serious risks. Like, you know, oh, leaving my job, which I was very comfortable at, maybe too comfortable, and I needed some sort of change, right? But it's a risk. Going into the unknown, you don't really know what you're going to be facing. Um, and I think that's huge, right? Yeah, I totally agree. I think, yeah, some of the more major ones, like you said, leaving a job that maybe is comfortable, but you're not growing. And so I think that was a huge risk that both of us kind of took yeah. just very recently. For sure. But I think we should dive deeper into why we take risks, the benefit of risks, and also some risks that are always worth taking. What do you say? I love it. Let's do it. Okay. So why take risks? What are some of those reasons? Mm. Well, I feel like one of the first main ones is stagnation, right? It's not a good feeling when you kind of just plateau, or at least I don't feel like it's a good feeling. Yeah. you. I mean, like I mentioned just a few minutes or a few seconds ago, actually, you get comfortable and, you know, that comfortable feeling is great for a while, but then it's like, okay, like what's my motivation? What's my inspiration? Why am I doing this? Why am I waking up every day to do the same thing? You feel like a rat in a wheel, mm -hmm. right? And you're just spinning and going around and around. It's the same thing day after day. Now I'm talking about, I guess, in a job situation, but stagnation as far as even like learning goes, right? Totally. Even like your health, your exercise routine, if you're doing the same thing time after time again, and I see this at the gym a lot. Like, you know, I, I teach yoga. I think we've mentioned it before, but I see the students come and they always ask me like, well, how can I improve my practice? And I'm like, well, try something different. Try something like body pump. Try doing some weights. Try going for a long run because I feel like I'm a firm believer in like mixing things up and keeping it fresh, right? Yeah. Because otherwise you just get in that pocket and you get almost like in a rut and you don't realize it at first. Mm -hmm. um, but it really can lead to other things like kind of like depression. I think, you know, both of us in the job situation, I think when we were, you know, thinking about like what are our next steps, I think we were in a place where we were starting to really struggle and we weren't like enjoying 
uh, you know, work or life, to be honest. Yeah. And I like what you said about feeling inspired. Like, I think that is so important in every facet of your life. I mean, especially work, because if we think about it, work is what we spend most of our waking time doing. And for students, school is what they spend most of their waking time doing. So if you're just kind of cruising by and again sometimes you might not even notice that you're Mm -hmm. cruising by until all of a sudden one day you might be like wow i just am bored and because i'm bored i just feel blah and that might be feelings of anxiousness or depression things like that but i think finding that joy again is so important and that usually comes by taking risks and sometimes those risks don't pay off but more often than not they they do yeah and i think like as you were just talking i was thinking about professional athletes how like some athletes at the top of their game have to just walk away for you know a week two weeks a month even a year yeah just to find that like love like why why am i playing tennis why am i you know doing flips across the mat you know what i mean they have to find that love that they that made them initially fall in love with the sport. Um, you know, in that stagnation, you know, for the kiddos, you know, that learning process, right? Oh, yeah, I know this, like, everything's good. But you want to keep pushing yourself so you can, you know, grow, grow and, and explore new things. Yeah. And enjoy the process of learning, too. If school right. is just seen as kind of this boring thing, um, then that joy is never sparked that excitement, that enthusiasm. Yeah. So. And I love, I love when the kids make mistakes. Yeah. I love when they, you know, come to the board or we do a science experiment that doesn't work because that really is when the learning takes place. Because then we have a discussion like, well, wait, why didn't this work out? What could you do differently? Let's take a look. Let's reflect. And I think, you know, taking those risks, being vulnerable, stepping into the arena, mm-hmm. um, you know, channeling my inner Brene Brown. Um, <laughs> although she did not say that quote. Somebody else said that quote. I think it was a former president, but I know she talks about it a lot. But yep. um, whether you love her or you hate her, I do <laughs> love that she's brought that quote really into like the mainstream where people talk yeah. about it. Because yeah. I think people getting rid of their armor, being vulnerable, stepping in the arena, really, you know, does bring back that inspiration. Totally. And I think we as adults modeling that for our students, for our children, for our nieces, our nephews, whoever it might be, is really important. We can't expect students to take risks if we're not also taking risks ourselves. For sure. And I love making mistakes in front of the kids. And I call myself out on it. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's being honest. Life Mm -hmm. is that happens in life. So so what are some of those benefits of risk? You know, uh, some of the obvious ones, um, we've talked about it sparks joy and those types of things, or it can spark joy. But what, what are some of the other benefits of risk? Would you say? Well, I think, you know, first off, if you take a risk, chances are you're going to learn a new skill or have a new experience, right? Mm -hmm. Um, which is something that is priceless, right? Um, but can also lead to personal growth and self-discovery. You can get to know yourself better, You know, even something I know sometimes we say, I said earlier, the risks sometimes are silly and fun, but like, um, you know, even like trying new food, right? Going to a new neighborhood in Chicago and trying a new type of food that you've never had, like that's taking a risk. Like, are you going to like it? Are you not going to like it? Um, It's not as serious as like quitting your job, but it's still taking a risk and trying something new. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it also increases your self-confidence. It might feel scary in the beginning, but the more you try whatever it is you're you're taking that risk on, it's going to feel 
better and more comfortable each time you do it. So I kind of think about myself when I, when I speak Spanish, obviously it's not my first language. Yes. I've taken many classes. Um, I speak Spanish at home with my husband. Um, not all the time, but I would say like 50, 50, but sometimes when I'm speaking in front of other people, I get embarrassed. I know that I'm making mistakes. I know my accent doesn't sound right, but each time that I do speak and I'm in a group and rather than having everyone default to English, because I'm the only native English speaker and and everyone else knows it. I really challenge myself and my self-confidence does grow with it. So I think that's definitely a benefit of risk and it can be an uncomfortable one. But again, if you push yourself, you're going to feel proud that you're trying. Definitely. And that obviously increases your self-confidence and it builds your resilience, right? Yeah, I love that. It really does. And I think like risk just leaves you with a sense of accomplishment afterwards. Like you just did something you never thought you might be able to do. For this, I kind of go back to when a few years ago, you and I decided to sign up for a triathlon together. Yes. And not just the sprint distance, but the Olympic distance. Heck yeah. Go big or go home. Exactly. Go big or go home. And, you know, I think that kind of ties back to that stagnation too, because you and I had run numerous half marathons together. We both had run numerous marathons, not together, but separately. And yes, we loved to run, but we were both kind of like, eh, do we want to spend the money and the time for another half marathon? Like at that point, I think we had both run like what, six or seven of them. And it was kind of like, "Eh, okay, like it's fun, but is it sparking that joy for me anymore? And so I think that's why we were like, okay, let's try something new. Let's do it. Let's go buy a wetsuit. (laughs) Let's buy a wetsuit. And let me tell you, uh, taking a risk. I am not a strong swimmer. Um, True. And so that was one of, oh gosh, <laughs> thanks. That was one of my biggest fears. And I remember I actually texted you on New Year's Eve and was like, hey, what do you think? Are you in? Let's do this. And we signed up on New Year's Eve. Totally, we did. For the triathlon in August. And I think we had to go to a swim clinic and I'll never forget this. We put on our wetsuit and they walked us into the middle of like the Lake Michigan. So not like where you walk into the water, but just like jump right into the middle. Yeah, right off the wall. And they're like, okay, jump in, everybody. I started hyperventilating. I well, was having a panic attack. The also, w- though, it was a super windy day. It was we got, super windy. We got emails saying like, we might have to cancel it because yes. the waves are so high. So in your defense, waves were but pretty, pretty even high. still, waves or not, I was having a panic attack. I couldn't breathe. the The instructor was like, okay. I have to do something like my goggles were like falling off. I was like steaming up. I thought I was going to die. And I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do this. Right. Um, but I, I stuck with it. You did. I took the risk and now I've done two, right? Yeah. yeah. Two successful half marathons. We've, uh, or I mean, triathlons we've done a couple open water swims, like just for yeah. fun. And so the risk really paid off. And again, Proves that it can be I, very scary yes. in the beginning. Am I any better of a swimmer? I don't know, but <laughs> I feel much more confident, right, in that whole ability. So it does, it made me feel accomplished. I really appreciate that. Um, I think the other thing that, you know, taking a risk does is like what happens when you you take a big risk? Not a, like a silly one I've kind of mentioned about trying new food, but like a big risk. And the decision doesn't really have the outcome that you thought, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think what that does in in that situation is that it creates a life lesson. Yeah. You learn about consequences and actions have consequences, right? Totally. So you take a risk and it, again, it's another just example of how you learn 
from taking a risk. Yeah. Sometimes the outcome is is not good, like I said, but you learn from that. Yep. And it's it's an opportunity for that self-growth and to reflect upon. So also beneficial, though sometimes might be more difficult. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You just work through it, right? You stick with it yep. and you know, you'll get through whatever it is. Um, and I also think like, I feel like we all, I mean, me particularly, but I never want to look back at my life and say, oh, I wish I would have tried that or done that. I would rather look back and say, yep, tried that didn't work out, but at least now I have no regrets. Yeah. No regrets. Right. Totally. Completely. Um, I should have just gone for those BravoCon tickets. <laughs> <laughs> BravoCon, it always goes back to BravoCon. Uh, always goes back to BravoCon. <laughs> and now I feel like there are a couple risks that, I mean, to me, are always, always worth taking. For instance, I feel like travel, if you have the means, but even on a tight budget or with limited mobility or things like that, there's so much travel, like, that you can do right within your own city and oh, exploration. Definitely. And I feel like that uh, always, always pays off. Do you have any examples or? Oh, I mean, well, travel one, um, it, you know, just being in the city. I often love when someone comes to Chicago to visit that I haven't seen in a long time. And they're like, let's do the architectural boat tour or let's get one of those double decker bus tours. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I actually secretly kind of love it because I feel like every time I learn something new about, you know, Chicago, yeah. there's so many different neighborhoods that um, there's always something to learn. Yep. I totally agree. Always something new to try. New there's always something try, happening. A new building that's going up that has a cool history or story behind it. Yeah. And if you're looking for like how to explore in your own city, you know, shout out to Instagram and TikTok because I think like... I feel like lately, especially you and I and our friends, we have found something on TikTok or Instagram and we've done it every month. Yeah. Whether it's like recently, I just went tufting. If you don't know what that is, I've made um, some rugs. And they looked really good. I yeah. was so impressed. Way to see them in person. Yes. We've done candle making. We've done cooking classes. And it's so fun to get out of the, I mean, yes, of course, trying new restaurants or going to someone's house is great and it's quality time with people you love, but quality time with people you love learning a new skill, even if you never do it again, mm -hmm. it's, it really is priceless as Scott said before. Yeah. The other risk that's always worth taking is just following a passion project. Oh yeah. Um, we have tons of, passion <laughs> I mean, this podcast is a passion yeah. project, right? It really is. And we've talked about this so many different times. Yeah. So. And it's something that can fill you up so much. And also it's a good feeling to feel productive, to feel like you're working towards something. I think especially if you're someone that is kind of uninspired in your day-to-day, -day, in your work, and not everyone is able to, for whatever reason, leave their job. So I totally get feeling stuck in your in your current work situation. But that's why having a passion project can be so beneficial to kind of offset that feeling to have something else that you're working towards mm -hmm. that does feel joyful and exciting and inspiring. Definitely. A uh, passion project is a risk that definitely has is another creative outlet for you. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be anything huge. It can be like, I'm going to paint this wall this weekend yeah. and go for it. And you choose a color that you're really excited about. Or for me, it's like, I saw this, you know, 
fun charcuterie board yeah (laughs) yeah or like this triple decker cake on great british bake-off and i'm gonna try it even if i'm the only one that eats it then for the next week yeah typically is the case but anyway um i also read somewhere which i loved uh don't be afraid to be the young one in the room or in in my case the old one (laughs) okay in your case i could see that one coming Um, But no, I think one of my favorite college memories was I was in, um, I think it was an anthropology class and it was a relatively small class. Most of us were, uh, well, it was an undergrad class, but most of us were, you know, between 18 and 22 years old. But then there was a woman in her sixties and she was like, I never had the opportunity to go to college when Mm -hmm. I was younger and now I do and I'm not passing it up. And she was so that's cool incredible to talk to and yeah just you know what in your 60s like sh- that was something she always wanted to do and now mm-hmm. she was able to so like go for it it didn't matter that everyone else in the class was almost 40 years younger than her whatever she yeah. didn't care and i just found that it was so impactful and really stuck with me all right we really hope this episode focusing on risk today Um, really appeal to all of our listeners and not just teachers, students, and parents, which I feel is like our usual demographic. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you'll feel inspired to take a risk after listening. And if you do, be sure to share it with us. We'd love to hear. Yeah, and try to remember that if you're nervous about taking that leap of faith to do whatever it is you might want to try, chances are everyone that's also doing that same thing or taking that same leap feels just as nervous as you do. So don't let that get in your way. Life is short. Be bold. Be confident. Take those chances and enjoy the ride. (laughs) 